folks on your right flank who are concerned about this deal and don't think that you cut the best deal by authorizing about $4 trillion of new borrowing in exchange for some spending. You want truth in advertising, okay? So don't think things that aren't true. This is the largest cut in American history. This goes to the debt ceiling to uh, January 1st. That's right. Uh, we want truth in advertising, so don't think things that aren't true. And this goes the debt ceiling to January 1st. Couldn't have said it better myself unless I had said it myself, in which case I think I probably, well, could have said it better myself. Well, happy uh, Thursday to you. Add another $4 trillion to our tab, will you? Anybody have a calculator out there? Anybody have, I'm searching my pockets now. Anybody have $4 trillion on them? Because uh, we're going to, but, but uh, that was the always um, eloquent Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy. This goes the debt ceiling to January 1st and truth and advertising. What was the rest of truth and advertising? Don't think things that aren't true. Don't think things that aren't true because truth and advertising. So seems like, uh, seems like the way to play it. Don't think things that aren't true. Happy Thursday to you, and uh, welcome. We're still trying to save the United States of America. I'm not sure how things are going today. Uh, a little bit up, a little bit down, uh, to be sure. And I've got a lot for you on the on the big deal that uh, made it out of the House of Representatives last night, and it was uh, interesting for a number of reasons, I must say. Uh, and uh, it's going over to the Senate now, where the Democrats are in charge, and the Lizard King, you know, the Lizard King, Chuck Schumer. <laughs> He is, uh, he is the, the king of the lizards, and, and uh, now it's in his capable claws. So I would expect that it's going to saunter through there. They're probably tried to add a bunch of things and uh, pick a fight. They say that uh, they're now saying that they may write it out, but the Democrats are in charge of the Senate, so the media will approve of the Democrats pushing it past the deadline, the make-or-break deadline of, uh, of June 5th, because it doesn't really matter when you're a Democrat. The news media will approve of whatever it is you do. And, and if the Republicans do it, then it's really bad news. You, you see how this works now, right? <laughs> it's pretty straightforward stuff. So we got uh, debt ceiling news for you, the big vote. And there were Republicans that voted against it. A bunch of Republicans that voted against it. And I've got some of those voices for you today. And also Republicans that voted uh, for it. And I've got those voices for you today, like um, the uh, eloquent Mr. McCarthy there with some of his wisdom, his pearls, his nuggets of wisdom. You want so- truth in advertising, okay? So don't think things that aren't true. That's right. We want truth in advertising, so don't think things that aren't true. I try to not think things that aren't true, don't you? I try to. I do my best to not think things that aren't true. That's, but that's me. I'm I'm a truth obsessed uh, individual. And then uh, the rest, because you know the eloquence is. I think there there will be books written eventually. Um, and uh, they'll sound like this. This is the largest cut in American history. This goes to the debt ceiling to uh, January 1st. That's right. This goes to the debt ceiling to January 1st. So now that we know exactly what has been accomplished, this goes to the judge ceiling, which goes to January 1st. So, uh, so we've got that. His, uh, his uh, job title is Speaker, Speaker of the House. <laughs> Again, I've said it before, I'll say it again. If the job title were singer of the house, I would expect that person to be able to sing. Um, But uh, call me old-fashioned. 
So debt ceiling vote news, uh, and, and I've got these headlines. I pulled together a collection of headlines because you may recall, and you may not, that uh, Joe Biden refused to negotiate with the Republicans on the debt ceiling, and he was very proud of that. And he told us again and again that he's not going to negotiate and cringe uh, his uh, not-so-capable spokesmodel also told us that uh, he's not going to negotiate. He will not negotiate. He refuses to negotiate. The news media had headline after headline that uh, uh, Biden will not negotiate on the debt ceiling, and they were praising him, the uh, uh, the news media, uh, singing his praises because they said, he's not negotiating. Yay, he's not neg- Those dang Republicans, we won't negotiate with them. He's not going to negotiate. And he was praised for that because when you're a Democrat, not negotiating is a virtue. Uh, when you're a Republican, not negotiating is uh, a crime against humanity. And uh, you should go to The Hague or Guantanamo Bay or something like that. So a, um, um, a remarkable thing. And then, and then uh, uh, amazingly, after all these headlines, and there are many, and I pulled them together, they're, they're going to be in our story sheet, which we're going to share with you today. In fact, I lined them up. I, I sometimes do a, a, a screen grab, in effect, of a page of headlines. And uh, you can see the headlines laid out there. And then I provided some specific links to stories as well, where the news media was praising President Biden for not negotiating on the debt ceiling. Uh, you know, the, the Republicans are supposed to negotiate and they're supposed to capitulate as well. And um, and if they don't, then, you know, it's the uh, crime against humanity and all that. So uh, all the headlines that Joe Biden will not negotiate and uh, the New York Times applauding. And last night, the debt deal went through and Joe Biden tweeted out. He's got a, somebody in his name uh, tweeted out tonight. The House took a critical step uh, toward and, and this is uh, it, maybe he did write himself took a critical step forward to prevent a first-ever default and protect our country's hard-earned and historic economic recovery. We're, we're in a recovery, in case you didn't know. Uh, and, and he would not negotiate, but the House, uh, controlled by Republicans, took an important step forward. He wrote, I have been clear that the only path forward is a bipartisan compromise that can earn the support of both parties. This agreement meets that test. Now, again, I, I posted this on our story sheet, which you'll find on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and elsewhere, with a long list of headlines of him saying he's not going to negotiate. And then he comes out and he takes credit uh, for it and says that it's a bipartisan compromise. See? And uh, it's like bipartisan. And, and, then, and then, of course, the next headline is NBC News. Debt ceiling vote news, colon. They love their colons. Biden-McCarthy plan passes, heads to Senate. I, so not only did he not participate in negotiations because he refused to negotiate, uh, but he then declares victory for himself when it gets through the House of Representatives, and the news media jumps in to praise him, and they call it the Biden-McCarthy plan because when you're a Democrat, this is what you get from the news media, and they'll sleep with you and uh, everybody else in your family too which is kind of interesting. So it's amazing. And uh, MSDNC, of course, they're, they're praising um, uh, Joe Biden and saying that Kevin McCarthy gave up. So now he's the villain. He's the bad guy. He's a loser. He didn't do anything he should have done because he didn't stand his ground. He didn't fight. And the news media is praising that. They got the socialists, uh, um, you know, uh, Lawrence O'Donnell, uh, saying Kevin McCarthy gave up. He surrendered because this is the news media environment in which we live. Uh, pretty amazing stuff. So we're going to get into that for you. We have uh, audio, audio for you on the topic. 
because it is crazy out there. It is bat guano crazy out there. It's Washington, D.C. Our government is a mess. It's in shambles. Uh, I'm telling you, I'm in, the, I'm in the belly of the beast here, and it is crazy out there, completely nuts. So we got that going for us. And uh, there is a poll. There is a poll out, a new poll. It's a Harris poll, I believe. And the new poll says that the majority of us, Americans, we are Americans, and according to the poll, um, uh, well over half of us, believe that Joe Biden and his family did engage in illegal influence peddling. Illegal influence peddling. And there was a question about that at the White House briefing yesterday, believe it or not. Who asked the question, you might ask, because it was the White House briefing. Well, it was a reporter from the New York Post, from the New York, not the New York Times or the Washington Post, but when you combine them, you get the New York Post. And, and a question was asked of Kabul Kirby. You know, Kabul Kirby's our very own Baghdad Bob. And Kabul Kirby was stunned into silence, and then he lied. He was, first he was stunned, his jaw dropped, he, he didn't know about the poll, and uh, nobody was going to ask about it if the New York Post didn't ask about it. There are three reporters at the White House, I think, and the rest are cardboard cutouts that uh, fluff the Democrat Party for a living. So this amazing poll, I've got the poll for you, and I have the exchange from the White House briefing for you, the New York Post reporter and Kabul Kirby, uh, uh, that, no, that's, you know, that's, that's old news. Like, you know, uh, we had J. Edgar Comey on MSDNC day before yesterday, and he was asked, well, there are a lot of uh, irregularities in the investigation. And he gave the old Democrat answer, which is that's old news. That's old news. We already knew that. Right. Once they get caught, they say it's old news because conservative outlets have reported it. They were called conspiracy theorists and liars said they were making it up. And then when the report comes out, they say, well, that's old news. Right? That's a standard protocol for the radical extreme left now running our country, the Democrat Party, and, and so on. Also, speaking of which, we've got Christopher Wray, the FBI director, now facing contempt of Congress charges, continuing to um, uh, uh, flout his uh, uh, duties, his responsibility, his oath. He took an oath, and he's not an oath keeper. Uh, he's an oath violator. And uh, the FBI continues to flout the law and the Constitution and uh, ought to be held in contempt of Congress and arrested and put in shackles, I think is probably the way to go. Uh, Because we need equal justice under law, as it says in the relief at the entrance to the Supreme Court. Um, And uh, pretty amazing, pretty amazing stuff. Uh, Christopher Wray's offer to see Biden bribe file not enough Congressman James Comer says. So we get to that because the FBI continues to violate the law and protect the corrupt Biden family, including Joseph Robinette Biden, the president of the United States. And of course, his crackhead stripper, knocker upper son, Hunter, kicked out of the Navy, Biden. And so we've got uh, that for you today. Also, uh, this report came out. It's a, it's an annual report and the Democrats want nothing to do with it. But it is a it's an important and fun report. It came out from Senator Joni Ernst's office. She's a senator from Iowa, Republican senator from Iowa. And um, Joni Ernst has the pointless projects funded by U.S. taxpayers, and they are some pretty amazing stuff. And by uh, just a, a little teaser, it includes uh, millions for the Wuhan Institute of Virology in Wuhan, China, which is where the communists play with bat-borne coronaviruses using our tax dollars, and then, you know, it gets loose and millions of people die, and then, and then they shout you down and, and don't allow you to share information on, 
on that on social media because they're not exactly free speech people. Uh, we do have, uh, speaking of free speech people, you see this guy who went on Family Feud? You know, the TV show Family Feud. And, and, uh, and he was asked a question, what was the biggest mistake you made at your wedding? That was the question that was asked uh, of him. And he seemed to be a very happy person, a very nice-looking, uh, clean-cut person. And he said the biggest mistake he made at his wedding was saying, I do, saying, I do. And uh, I, I don't think his wife liked that answer very much. I'm just guessing. I don't know too much about these things, but that's my guess. And uh, you'll never guess how this one ended up. Um, let me, I'll give you another clue with a prison sentence, but, uh, but I don't want to give away the details on, uh, until then because uh, we got that going. Uh, Chris Christie expected to announce his 2024 run for the presidency of the United States. And uh, it's interesting, online, a lot of people are making references to his, to his weight. I don't know if you've been following this, but a lot of people are making reference to his weight. And Mike Pence, former Vice President Mike Pence, also planning announcing his presidential run. Um, and, and there's a lot to say about all that, and we'll get, we'll get to some of that. So lots and lots to get to. We've got the Air Force and their drag show. Uh, and I've got a story for you about, because today is the beginning of Democrat Party Month, isn't it? Is, it, is that what it's called? Democrat Party Month? Um, Oh, no, it's, it's Pride Month, Pride Month. This is the beginning of what they call Pride Month. And I've got a story for you. I've got a couple of stories for you on this, uh, having to do with transgender, Democrats, the military, the intelligence community, uh, rainbows, uh, mandates, and, and uh, all kinds of crazy from the Democrat Party because Pride Month, I think, really should just be called Democrat Party Month and, uh, you know, the rainbow. Remember when the rainbow was, well, we'll get uh, back to that because it's got some crazy stuff. Oh, and uh, I opened my Washington Post today, and it's a very, very corrupt imitation of a newspaper, the Washington Post. It's a Democrat Party front group. Um, their, their slogan, their motto is, it looks like a newspaper, but it's not. And uh, you'll never guess what I found in there. Y- you know, the front page is a bunch of political Democrat Party stuff. You have to go inside to find anything at all. And then it's propaganda for the party. But a story on uh, page three, I believe it's on page three. Uh, The uh, people at CNN and the Washington Post have been contacted by secret, anonymous, multiple people in the Justice Department and or the FBI who are once again illegally leaking uh, damaging information about President Trump, about President Trump. And they're undermining him. They still, still, they... They're like Ahab uh, going after the whale. They, they uh, will not give up. And uh, more illegal felony leaks of information. And it's kind of ironic because they say he was talking about classified information while they are illegally leaking information to the press. No sense of irony, these people. Yeah, wait till you hear this, uh, this story. It's quite amazing. And we are at 888-630-9625. Hey, Chris here with some exciting news. Now you can listen to me live on the WMAL app. Doesn't matter if you're in your car, in the office, on the go. The WMAL app delivers crystal clear around-the-clock news coverage anywhere with cell service or Wi-Fi. So don't miss a second of your favorite shows. Download the WMAL app today on the Apple App Store or at Google Play Store.
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Bomb, 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 ba-dum, bomb. Yeah, Kevin McCarthy stood his ground at Chips. Uh, there's a matter of Chips at Chipotle. Have you heard this story? Kevin McCarthy stood firm on that. He dug in his heels on that. And uh, the Rainbow CIA. I got the Rainbow CIA coming up, too. Uh, let's go to the telephones. Let's go to uh, let's go to Robert calling from Waldorf, Maryland. Roberto, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Uh, good morning, Chris. Thanks for taking the call. You bet. Um, you know, right there before Christmas, we had 20 Republicans in the Senate vote with the Democrats to for an omnibus bill. I believe it was five trillion. I'm close. Let's just say it was a five trillion dollar omnibus bill right before Christmas, taking taking all that you know out of the hands of the uh, voted the House of Representatives that were just voted in. And they took all that money, but that's when they funded the IRS with the you know eighty eighty billion dollars and all the agents. Now here we are, six months later. 189 Republicans vote to raise the debt limit by what? Another four trillion, Chris? I don't know. I could be wrong. You know, you know the number better than me, but it's it, it's certainly between the two. We're talking damn close to nine to ten trillion in the last six months that Republicans have voted for. And today or tomorrow, when they send this bill to the Senate, another 20 Republicans in the Senate are going to vote to increase this debt limit by nine trillion. Chris, we can no longer say the Republican Party is a conservative party. There's nothing conservative about increasing inflation on the American worker. There's nothing conservative about destroying the value of the dollar. This is not a conservative party. They have shown that there is no difference between the two of them, Chris. And it's just, it's right there in front of you if you just look at the last six months. But, I mean, I'm pretty close on it, but I don't know the numbers, but it happened in December, the omnibus bill, and where they gave Biden all this money. Now they just gave it. And, and McCarthy lied. He said this, this bill is good until January. It is January. January of 2025 after the presidential election. That's how crooked that song bitch is. But Chris, love you, man. I love your new show. Thank you very much, Robert. I appreciate your call. Uh, last night, 149 Republicans voted for this in the House. 71 Republicans voted against it. Only 165 Democrats voted for it. And 46 Democrats voted against it. Now it's going to the Senate where the Lizard King takes over. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Robert called in a couple of minutes ago, and we went and we looked up the 
the December bill, which they claim was $1.7 trillion, $1.7 trillion. And uh, the headlines then in December were the same as the headlines now. More fake drama. It's all a terrible television show. It's like a reality show, but without reality. Reality not required. Lawmakers unveil a $1.7 trillion U.S. spending bill as shutdown deadline looms. This is National Panhandler Radio suckling on the taxpayer teat. The story is from December 20 of 2022. Uh, And uh, here we are just a handful of months later, and another uh, treacherous deadline looms, and we're all supposed to be so dumb that we don't remember what happened just a few months ago, and we fall into the same trap over and over again. It's like a Groundhog Day for morons. Back in December, Panhandler Radio typed on behalf of their party, Congressional leaders unveiled a government-wide $1.7 trillion spending package early Tuesday. That includes another large round of aid for Ukraine. How many, uh, what was it, uh, $75 billion? Is that the number uh, that we've given to Ukraine? And a lot of it's just cash for yachts and limousines and mansions in Switzerland and things. It's uh, We're very generous people, stupid, but generous. A nearly 10% boost in defense spending. They always uh, pretend that that's happening. And roughly $40 billion to assist communities across the country recovering from drought, hurricanes, and other natural disasters because global warming, you know, climate change, the, the uh, thing about uh, all of that. And what was it, Michael? The Republicans said it added how much to the national debt? It was... Uh, yeah, they said it added $260 billion to the national debt, that, which was then slightly over uh, $31 trillion and is now over $31.8 trillion. And now we're adding another. You know, the, uh, the left-winger, the socialist Bolshevik uh, Lawrence O'Donnell at MSDNC, who is unwell in so many different ways, uh, he said, and we had a couple of Republicans saying this yesterday, I shared the audio with you, he said last night on his crazy, fanatical, extremist show that uh, the this deal gives Biden an, an open-ended, uh, no, no dollar limit uh, for the next two years, right? That's what he said. You have uh, Larry O'Donnell? Let's, uh, let's go to Larry O'Donnell because Larry, you know, you don't call him Larry. He's Lawrence. He's Lawrence O'Donnell. He doesn't like to be called Larry. But he is he's a well-known uh, socialist. And now I'm not calling names here. This is how he self-describes. Like Van Jones used to self-describe as a communist and then was brought into the Obama White House and Obama's mentor as a, when Obama was a young man was Frank Marshall Davis, who self-described as a communist. And then uh, Obama made uh, John Brennan CIA director and John Brennan had voted for the Communist Party candidate for president of the United States, right? I don't know why that would be a problem of, of any kind because... You know, communism, what's wrong with that? Other than murder 100 million people here, 100 million people there, enslave a billion here, the hobnailed boot of the state, all that stuff. But Lawrence uh, O'Donnell, uh, last night on his television show, they pay him seven figures to to lie like a crazy person because they've been doing that ever since that Keith Oberman guy, remember him? <laughs> and uh, they've had all kinds of crazy people there over the years, haven't they? Uh, here is... Uh, Lawrence O'Donnell on the passage of the big bill last night on MSDNC. More Democrats supported this bill than Republicans because this was a win for Democrats. That's what it was. 
the House of Representatives voted not just to raise the debt ceiling, but to actually eliminate the debt ceiling for two years, for the rest of President Biden's first term, for the rest of this congressional term. The Democrats will not have to face the debt ceiling again before they face another election. Unlimited debt ceiling, see? And, uh, and uh, he didn't lie. 165 Democrats voted for it in the House of Representatives, and 149 Republicans voted for it. Okay? 71 Republicans voted against it. So there could have been, obviously, there are a greater number, there is a greater number of Republicans in the House of Representatives than, uh, than the, the number of Democrats, but a greater number of Democrats voted for this bill than Republicans. Why would that be? And uh, Larry... Larry O'Donnell says, well, that's because uh, it gives Joe Biden a blank check for the rest of what he says is his first term and presumably, hopefully, keep your fingers crossed, his last term. But the propaganda machine is already going hog wild over here for the basement dweller, the uh, jellyfish Joe Biden. You know, his Secret Service code name is Jellyfish. It's not really. I just made that up. Yeah, yeah, when he takes his pants off, then his code name is Cobra. Then it's Cobra, 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 because that is true. That's the Secret Service uh, code word. It's not his code name. But the Secret Service code word, when he walks around naked, which he's fond of doing, and going skinny dipping, which he's fond of doing, uh, is Cobra, Cobra, Cobra. That, that, that All the agents know that he's walking around naked again, and he's going to the pool naked, and and so uh, uh, Larry at uh, MSDNC is celebrating, you know, why more Democrats voted for it than Republicans, because it gives Joe Biden a blank check for the rest of his first term. There is no debt limit. There is no debt ceiling. It's unlimited. They can just burn piles of money and use bulldozers to, to shove the money into smoldering ditches. Uh, Lawrence Larry, the socialist O'Donnell. This was not an easy thing to achieve. The Republicans could have insisted on only a six-month extension on the debt ceiling, one year, so that they could come back one year from now and pound Joe Biden again in a negotiation like this. But Kevin McCarthy gave up because Kevin McCarthy did not want to come back to that room. Kevin McCarthy did not want to be in another highly pressurized debt ceiling negotiation again. Kevin McCarthy gave up is what the Bolshevik socialist Lawrence O'Donnell said last night because he doesn't have it in him to fight the fight. And that is problematic if you care about the future of the country. And, uh, you know, the Republicans take control of the House. They uh, elect as Speaker of the House the always inarticulate Kevin McCarthy, who isn't a brawler, isn't a fighter. And uh, here we are. Here we are today. An unlimited, no debt ceiling, two-year period for Joe Biden for the second half of his first term, as they're describing it at, at, at describing it at MSDNC, and um, Lawrence, the socialist O'Donnell. Kevin McCarthy gave President Biden two full years on the debt ceiling. That is an outcome that was almost unimaginable even a week ago. And it is the proof, once again, that to govern is to choose, and the choices are never easy. Yeah, and the choices are never easy. Now, I mean, you got to keep in mind who Lawrence O'Donnell is, and I 
You know, I don't uh, just go around calling people names, just like Bernie the Bolshevik Sanders. That's not name calling. He's a Bolshevik. He participated in the 1917 revolution in, in St. Petersburg. Um, he was, you know, when that baby carriage went down the steps and stuff, that, uh, that he was right there. He, <laughs> he wasn't really. He's not, he's not quite. He wasn't quite there. But he did honeymoon in the Soviet Union with his adoring wife who bankrupted that college in Vermont. Pay no attention to that. But this is uh, Lawrence O'Donnell. He was on, I think he was on Morning Joke at the time, wasn't he? Uh, and this is a couple few years ago, Lawrence O'Donnell self-describing. Unlike you, I am not a progressive. I am not a liberal who's so afraid of the word that I had to change my name to progressive. I'm not either. Oh, Liberals God. amuse me. I am a socialist. I live to the extreme <laughs> left, Great. the extreme left of you mere liberals, okay? See, and they love it. They, ha, 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 But he's not telling a joke. He's, you know, he's a socialist. And keep in mind that, as Vladimir Ilyich Ulanov famously said, that had uh, been Lenin, you know, of the Bolshevik Revolution. Uh, he said the goal of socialism is communism. The goal of socialism is communism. The goal of communism is the destruction of the world uh, to murder millions and millions of people uh, and enslave the survivors. That's the to stomp on the face of humanity for eternity, paraphrase George Orwell. And uh, here, let's go yesterday. Let's go to soundbite number one, numero uno, as Barack Obama would have us say. Uh, and this is House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, who, uh, according to the socialist at uh, MSDNC, has given Joe Biden a blank check for the next couple of years. And here's Kevin McCarthy last night celebrating. This is fabulous. This is one of the best nights I've ever been here. I thought it would be hard. I thought it'd be almost impossible just to get to 218. Now I found there's a whole new day here. We've woken him up. We've woken him up. It's woke. Uh, It's a whole new day. Yeah, so you got 149 Republican votes and... uh, 71 no's from the Republicans, and he got 165 Democrat votes, only 46 no's from the Democrats. It looks more like a Democrat bill when you look at the vote. Uh, Two Democrats and two Republicans missed the vote. They were uh, probably in the the cloakroom doing who knows what. So there is, it's it's a whole new day, and it's uh, very exciting. And, uh, boy, you don't like the deal. Well, come on, you want truth in advertising. Don't think things that aren't true, he said. This goes the debt ceiling to January 1st. You know what? I want to play it again <clears throat> because it's too good. And I just love the way that Kevin, I love to uh, point out the way that Kevin McCarthy speaks as the speaker. I talked about this. I warned everybody about this. I, I understand he's a very nice man. People like him. They say he's personable, and, and, and that's important uh, but if your job title is going to be speaker, you should be able to speak. Call me old-fashioned. Here he is last night. What do you say to folks on your right flank who are concerned about Manu this deal? Manu Raju. And don't think that you cut CNN. the best deal by authorizing about $4 trillion of new borrowing in exchange for some spending cuts. You want truth in advertising, okay? So don't think things that aren't true. This is the largest cut in American history. This goes to the debt ceiling to uh, January 1st. That's right. Yeah, we want truth in advertising, so don't think things that aren't true. This goes the debt ceiling to January 1st. I, I'm comforted by that. I certainly feel better about that. 
Um, <clears throat> and um, here's uh, Kevin McCarthy says it brings work requirements to welfare. It also brings you work requirements on welfare, something we've never been able to get through in our modern time outside of 1990. CBO says it expands those work requirements. Uh, I'll bet you dinner that you'll find that it actually saves more money because it cuts, adds the age group, but at the same time, it cuts the states that have the loopholes that do the 12% down to 8%. And you know, if you've been here long enough, CBO always gets that part wrong. Uh, you know that the Congressional Budget Office always got he bet Manu Raju of CNN dinner um, that uh, that's a lot of hooey, right? So we got that going for us. Now, there is um, a story that, that kind of pretended to break, I guess. Um, Eleanor Mueller, Eleanor Mueller Politico. of uh, the left-wing blog site Politico in Washington, D.C. Uh, she's got a Twitter account, and she tweeted, McCarthy, uh, the uh, Speaker of the House, McCarthy dragged McHenry and Graves to the Chipotle, you know, Chipotle, a Mexican food place, in Navy Yard, relatively close uh, blocks away from the U.S. Capitol, uh, on, uh, 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 during talks Saturday. So he dragged uh, McHenry and Graves to uh, members of the House of Representatives to Chipotle and Navy Yard during talks Saturday, only to leave because they didn't have chips. That's it. He put his foot down there. What? You don't have chips? We're leaving. If only he stood his ground like that when it uh, came to the $4 trillion added to the national debt. Only to leave because they didn't have chips. McHenry tells reporters, we walked in, and when they announced they didn't have chips, he goes, quote, we're leaving, in all caps, end quote. And he walks out, he recalls. So that's, you know, standing his ground. There he is. And then uh, 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 Eleanor... Mueller of Politica, she wrote, then they went to H Street, H Street. That's the street where, uh, what was it, Rand Paul Stafford got uh, his head bashed in, or stabbed in, he got stabbed in the head, right, uh, H Street, because D.C., you know. So uh, then they went to H Street, to another Chipotle, where they did have chips. Wow, that is, he's a problem solver of the of the first order, I've got to say. And, uh, and uh, listen, as McHenry said, it was kind of epic McCarthy, an epic McCarthy move. That's that's what he says. It was an epic McCarthy move, says Congressman uh, McHenry. When he walks in, Graves and I are in the middle of something a bit more serious, and he says, "We're going to Chipotle." See that this is this is the story, and the that's it. But he stood his ground. He did not budge when it comes to chips at Chipotle. However, when it comes to $4 trillion being added to the tab, well, that's another. And it's, uh, again, uh, there are Republicans yesterday who said it's not really $4 trillion. It could be $10 trillion. It's an open, open-ended thing. And then the socialist, uh, Lawrence O'Donnell at MSDNC, also says it's an open-ended uh, two-year, just, uh, it's, not, it's not a pay-as-you-go. It's kind of the opposite of pay-as-you-go. Just spend as you go. That's pretty amazing. This is, uh, this is our Congress, the United States Congress. We're at 888-630-9625. I'll bet you dinner that you'll find that it actually saves more money. Oh, we got uh, illegal alien murder in uh, Frederick, Maryland. Not exactly downtown Los Angeles. Uh, MS-13, 
Uh, gang murder because Democrats and Joe Biden, this is their new America, the third worlding of the United States of America. It's happening remarkably quickly. It's the fundamental transformation. I've got that story coming up. Let's go to the telephones, Michael. Let's go to Kathleen calling from Holy Cow, Scranton, Pennsylvania. That's a, that's a, where Joe, Joe Biden crawled out of there wearing a miner's hat and uh, carrying a lunch bucket, right? <laughs> no, he didn't. And he was only here until he was 10 years old. Even though they gave him an expressway and a road, I don't believe that he ever knowed this place. But I want to say one thing. That we could take that $4 trillion and use it to indict the Biden family, the crime family. That would be a useful way of using $4 trillion. You know, you'd think, Kathleen, that it wouldn't cost that much, but it might cost that much because we're going to have to get rid of the FBI and the Justice Department and create a new FBI and a new Justice Department before there's there any go. justice. That's right, and Christopher Ray would be top on the list. <laughs> that is a fact, Jack. Uh, you know, honestly, uh, Kathleen, you, you think, let, let me ask you as we're taking a poll, do you think that Joe Biden and the Biden family are involved in um, uh, illegal activity and, and uh, you know, selling influence? Why, certainly. What else do they have to sell? They had nothing to sell, not pocketbooks, not clothing, not anything. All they had was influence. Well, that's a fact. Now, why is it that the Washington Post and the New York Times seem to be unaware of this? They're, they're not asking. It's a question that I started asking here months ago. What business is the Biden family in? And uh, the New York Times has yet to ask that question. Am I right, Kathleen? That's right. And they did the same thing with the Jews. Remember during Hitler and the Jews... They wouldn't report what was really going on during that time in World War II either. The New York Times. There you go. Yeah, you're absolutely right. The New York Times would not uh, and did not. And also, they uh, didn't report when Joseph Stalin and the Bolsheviks, the Soviets, were murdering millions of people in Ukraine and beyond. The New York Times covered that up. And their boy, Walter Durante, got a, uh, a Pulitzer Prize, which they still display on the wall at the New York Times, for one of the biggest lies ever told. Uh, involving the murder of millions of people by, you know, the the, the socialists of uh, the Soviet Union. You know, the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics. Uh, and uh, remember, the, the goal of socialism is communism. And the goal of communism is to destroy the world. Uh, and the Democrat Party, well, where are they? Gosh. And it happens... Sometimes, bit by bit, a grain of sand at a time. These days, it's happening a brick at a time on the scale. Wait till you hear about this MS-13 murder. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.